This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Let's read something from God's Word. I want to read from 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 8 to 8. So we are starting talking about family today. And I want to start with what is man? How does God see man? The beginning of family is to talk about man. And we are going into something very deep, even though I will just be laying foundation this morning. Now the Bible says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up only hands without wrath and doubting. Why men? I will, this Apostle Paul talking, my, the first part of my admonition is that men pray everywhere. Why do they have to? Psalm 8 verse 6. Psalm 8 verse 6. The Bible says, Psalm 8 verse 6. Let's start from verse 5. For thou hast made him a little lower than angels. From verse 4. What is man? That thou art mindful of him. Son of man, that thou visitest him. Let me also give a warning at the beginning. Talking about men, it's not in any way to downgrade woman or female species. I want to share something very deep. And I want to begin by calling your attention to how God and Satan, how they see this thing that we call man or male figure. What is man? So I will that men pray everywhere. The third one that will begin to let us into what I'm about to share is the book of Exodus chapter 1, verse 16. What the king of Egypt, King Pharaoh, said, and he said to the midwives, the Hebrew women, he said, when, that means when the women are in labor, if it be a son, you shall kill him. But if it's a daughter, let her live. Why? Mm. You will never read about sins of mothers in the Bible. Exodus 34. Are we? Exodus 34. I want to show you something. And keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that we by no means clear the visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, upon children's children, unto the third and the fourth generation. Why? So, the agitation for Odua group, Odua was a man. They don't say, they don't call a generation, ah, that, that's what we're talking about more, second service. By the name of a woman. They call people by the name of a man. Every lineage, every community is started by one man. And we are going to get into this. When God looks at a man, what does he see? So Pharaoh said that, why did Pharaoh make that instruction? Why did he give that instruction? When it is a lady, it's not, she's not a threat. Because of one thing I will explain second service about man. But first of all, I want to call your attention. So, 
as God told them to leave Sodom and Gomorrah, Lot's wife looked back and became a pillar of salt. Our transgression was never transgenerational. She only paid for her sin. Every time a woman did something wrong in the Bible, it ended with the woman. So Miriam spoke against Moses. She became a leper and after some days she got ill. It never affected any other person. But when Gehazi collected the gifts from Naaman the Syrian, Elisha said that the leprosy will go. See, I want to warn men. You can... Ah, oh Lord. I'm trying to save some of this for second service. You can give your generation a head start or you can kill them, make them dead on arrival. The men that gathered in Daniel chapter 6 against Daniel to sign that stuff, when they were going to be punished, so this is not only God, the king of Babylon ordered Daniel 6.24 that they and their entire family, the women did not sin, the children did not sin, the men stood against Daniel, but they paid for it with the entire family. In number 16, Korah and the entire family. In 1 Samuel 3, 1 Samuel 2 or 3, opening and finance annoy God so much. God told Samuel, in the morning. He said their iniquity will never be atoned for by any sacrifice. And he said because of what they have done, forever in their lineage, they will die prematurely or they will be put out of office because of what two guys did. And God told Samuel to tell their father because he did not restrain them. That is why he's going to pay this price. The reason why I mention this story, and that is all I just want to do this first service, is to let this man looking at me, that man watching me, to understand that you are beyond an individual. And whatsoever you do does not affect just you. It goes beyond you. You can have your sins. Are you with me? I Ruth chapter one. My forever. Hallelujah. You are good. Your mercy is forever. Chapter 1, verse 1. Second service, I'll talk about Abraham. The way I want to start the family is to start with man. When God created man, He never called, He created my created woman, He never called the woman Eve. 
Adam was the one that called his wife Eve. We will get to all these things later. God called the two of them Adam. Because inside every man is more than one person. By the time God was going to bring Eve out of uh, Eve into existence, He only brought her out of Adam. For every Adam that you see, there is Eve also inside. Are you with me? And when there was a problem in the garden, the only person God wanted to ask, I, and this is how you know. Uh, even though I'm starting with warning, but we'll, maybe I will be from time to time entering and come out. How you know men who shouldn't be in marriage? If anything goes wrong in your family with your children and your wife, whatever, and you blame your wife, you are not a man. You are falling from your position as a man. I cannot imagine how a man of over 30 is reporting his wife to his mother. Something is wrong with you. Reporting. The Bible says, for this cause, a man shall leave his father and his mother. They don't notice that the Bible did not talk about woman leaving. Who is old enough to marry? The one that is independent enough of his family. You must take care of your parents. You must love your parents, but you must be independent. This is a sovereign declaration of the Almighty. For this cause shall a man leave his father and his mother and cleave to his wife. Any man who brings the father and the mother into the marriage is not a man. It's a boy who left too early. And there are many of them. Some of them will get angry with this message. Don't get angry with me. Get angry with the Bible. I did not write the Bible. For this cause a man shall leave his father and his mother. For this cause a man shall... And Jesus quoted it again, Matthew 19, to emphasize that this is not Old, Old Testament. Jesus said it again, that it's a sovereign declaration that stands forever. For this cause a man shall leave. How do girls know to marry? Don't marry the one who has not left. 29, everything is still mommy said. Are you following? As the Lord came down in the cool of the day, Adam, where are you? God never asked any other person. He just went straight for the one he gave authority to. And he said, because I will look deeply at this. And Adam said, I heard your voice. I was asking, have you eaten the tree from the tree? He said, the woman you gave me. Adam used one expression very powerful the first time he saw Eve he said this is the flesh of my flesh and the bone of my bone in other words this is part of me I can't blame myself so I can't blame her I cannot punch myself so I cannot punch her but after the fall he said to God the woman you gave to be with me I won't share that that's very deep there is a difference between a wife that is of you and a wife that is with you. You can divorce the one that is with you. You can't divorce the one that is of you. For you cannot divorce yourself. Can I hear him? 
one of the questions we should ask is is your wife of you or with you anything that is with you can be separated from you anything that is of you are a body your heart is of your body so it cannot be removed from your body this is the hand of my body this is the leg of my body whatever is of you stays with you permanently till you die whatever is with you this is my coat is with me i can remove it so in the relationship that you are is your wife of you or with you god's ideal in marriage is that the woman is with man is, is of the man when there is a fall and there is only one thing responsible it is called hardness of heart we will look at all the when we are doing foundation summary we first of all talk about all the points just put them together then we start separating them the pharisees began to ask jesus a question i'm going to read in a while from that uh, uh, root one and i'm going to close with that they started asking jesus should a man put his wife away for any reason and then jesus started responding why is it about man the man they did not ask that should a woman put her away her husband they said should the man and jesus said because of the hardness of your heart moses wrote to these precepts he said but from the beginning it was not so when you talk about a man putting away his wife that word put away also is deeper than divorce there are many levels of put away you can put away your wife sexually and that is common in africa because of what people will say you are not going to divorce her but the home is already broken you are just called flatmate flatmates right now you are just living together no intimacy you can put away your wife or your husband communication wise now you don't talk again except what relates to your children about it of no communication again so put away the final put away is when you tell her to get out of your house or when she tells you to get out of a house but put away is in stages and there's no stage that the lord endorses so the pharisees asked jesus that is there any reason any reason at all which we can put away our wife <laughs> and jesus told them that well except for fornication then they told Jesus that Moses said, and Jesus said, Moses saw that your heart will not receive God's verdicts. When you see a, a drug that is too bitter and you put sugar, you adulterated. When you see something that you think is too painful, so you add to it so that somebody can take it. He said, Moses looked at God's perfect plan and he looked at you. And he saw that your heart is hard. A hardened heart is not somebody that is hard that says, No, a hardened heart is any heart that settles for anything contrary to the word of God. Your heart is hard. When God brings his opinion on any matter and you reject it, you have hardness of heart. You don't get what I've just said. If what they have told you, your family, you would rather hold on to that than the word of God, your heart is hard. In the mentality you have about women, nothing will change it. When God speaks, and we know that is Bible, but this is reality. There is nothing more realistic than the Bible. Never make that foolish statement that people make. Let's be realistic. Is the word of God not realistic? People say that when they want to walk in carnality. Let's be real. Let's be realistic. The word of God is the most realistic, but in Him is life. That life is the light of men. It is reality. 
He said the Lord came by Moses, grace and truth. That word truth there is another word for reality. Reality came through Jesus Christ. Christianity is not a religion. It's a life. If you go by God's word, there will be peace in your home. I'm going to read Roots and I will end. Before I read Roots, I'm going to show you something from Numbers 30. I am just asking questions of this false brother. Why, why, why did Pharaoh make that statement? Why did God say that? Why man? Now look at this. Again, Numbers 30. This is very deep. Or is it Leviticus 30 rather? Leviticus 30. This is very deep. Give me Leviticus 30 verse 1. Give me Numbers 31. Sorry, I quote a lot, but it doesn't mean I know all of them. Sometimes, um, give me Numbers 1. And Moses spoke to the end of the time. This is the thing with the Lord commanded. Verse 2 will let me know whether I'm on the right track or not. Yes. I want everybody to pay attention to this. You know, when ladies come to me and say, I want to marry, I look at them. If a man vow a vow to the Lord or swear an oath to bind his soul with a bond, he shall not break his word. He shall do according to all that proceed out of his mouth. Is that straightforward? God is saying that once you vow, you cannot go back as a man. <laughs> Next verse. If a woman also vow a vow to the Lord, and bind herself by a bond, being in her father's house in her youth. Verse 4. If her father hears of it, the vow she has made, and her father holds his peace, then all her vow shall stand. Every bond she shall be, I mean, that means her soul is bound to it. Verse, next verse. But if her father disallow her in the day that he hear it, not any of her vows or her bonds wherein she, she has bound her soul shall stand. The Lord shall forgive her because her father disallowed her. Aye. Let's walk. Verse 6. If she had a husband at all, <laughs> when she vowed an altar out of her lips wherein she bound her soul, verse 7. And her husband heard it and held his peace that day the vow will stand verse 8 but if her husband disallow her on that day that she made the vow which at least the Bible says it will be of none effect the Lord will forgive her this is serious ah if you marry a non-spiritual man you are in suit God said, anyone who makes a vow as a man, once you have gone to the temple, now this Old Testament, you declare your vow, you are held responsible, you cannot back out of it. He said, but if a woman vows, she too comes to the temple and says, Lord, I'm going to give you one million naira. Lord, I'm going to be fasting once in a week. Lord, I promise that as far as this church is concerned, I'm going to join sanitation, I'm going to do this or that. If she's under a father, it's all about a male figure. Either father or husband. If the father hears and he says, what did you say to God? Now, this is to God. God said that if the father says, you know what? 
that money you are not giving God again, I cancel it. He says she is forgiving. God will never demand of her that thing. Now the Bible says if she's a married woman and her husband comes, maybe sees her book and says, so you made the vow to God. I cancel the vow. Everyone cancels it with the man. Now, we are not told the rest of the story here that everyone will now hold the man responsible. But the woman is free. This is beginning to tell you how much God records with authority he gave to a man. And very soon we look at but why? But the question is where I want to stop today. I, are you getting what I'm saying? The man is a driver in a family. The only way you will not go to the destination the car is going to, if you are not the driver, is to come down. If you are not the driver, you are bound to the driver. Either you come down or struggle with the steering with him and you cause an accident. Those are the two options that you have. But if it's a driver, but you know very well, I don't know how many of you have entered a bus before where the driver was going to kill all of you. And maybe all of you started shouting till you made him stop. I have entered a car before. We were at the garage when I was a student in university. We were coming to Lagos. We were at the garage from 4 o'clock. We did not know that the car did not have a lamp. And the man didn't say anything. Now he told the car, the car didn't get filled up on time. Got filled up around 6. And he started going. Now there was traffic before we came out of Ibadan. As now we entered the express, it got dark. And the conductor brought out torchlight and pointed it to the road. And we're going. I was very adventurous as a young guy. I didn't say anything. I just sat down there. I just somehow knew that I wasn't going to die. People in the bus started cursing the guy. Take us back. Take us back. And he refused. He continued to drive. So later I started following other cars with a lamp. And there was one man that thought we were robbers. Because he had to drive close and be following the car. Almost bumper to bumper. And on two occasions, the man stopped. He looked back. He, was, he stopped for us to pass. Somebody just said, oh God, if they had gone, they would just shoot us. The way you are following cars. I've seen all kinds of risks like that. But you follow the driver. I'm going to show you a story along the line. When the woman that Elisha was passing, it was the woman who saw that Elisha was the man of God. The, woman, the man saw nothing. When they had the boy, one day the boy died. It was the woman that carried the boy to Elisha. The man was nowhere to be found. There are many absenting men. It's unfortunate. I don't blame them much. I blame women who are married to them. Because if some women will obey to letter all these things written, the family will perish seriously. Some men have no inclination towards spiritual things at all. You are the priest of your house. If you leave your house open, demons will come in. I'm going to show you from the Bible that it's an act of mercy at times that God allows some women to take initiative. It's not a divine standard, but it's a permissive will. Because led to some men, the family will drown. Even if your wife is a pastor, you don't need to be a pastor. She might be the pastor of the largest church in the world. She cannot be the pastor of the home. But she will be if you have nothing. You must lead your house to God as a man. Paul did not say, I will that men pray, uh, women pray, say men, men, men. 
when it concerns your family the spirit of god will prefer to speak to you than to speak to a pastor or than to speak to your wife but when you are absent that is when the lord will look for alternative and christianity is not a religion permit me to use the word religion for a short time it's the only religion on earth where there are more women than men where women lead is the only one check every other religion from buddhism to islam to the rest they get men the men command their host we are not bosses we are men but we are leaders and we get the second service a leader leads by example this is one of the weaknesses that must get out of christianity for christianity to attain to the glory that god wants it to attain to too many sleeping men all around prayer meetings are always filled with women more women so i might even mock them pray 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 but you see if you bring a word of god to your family your wife will not go to any prayer mountain anywhere if she knows that when she talks to you the heavens verdicts you bring it down from heaven our son is going to realize going to this school you pray as a man you wake up the following i say well dear this is the school he's going to it's your call because you give direction and you have a track record that anytime you give a direction about the family family goes to another level which woman will not follow that kind of man but when she knows very well that you have no nothing to offer it's only carnality and agidi turn it to wrong just that's all you offer that's all you do you legalize everything i am the husband in this house by the time you need to start announcing that you are the husband something is already wrong is it not supposed to be obvious that you are the husband or did she marry you so after years of living with your wife you are still announcing to her that you are the husband do you need to announce when you come to church you should announce all of us so that you are a man are you getting what i'm saying Uh, let's read look look root one so this guy took his entire family men yeah 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 and he went to kill all of them in a strange land the bible said that a man and his wife and two sons there was famine just like there are issues in nigeria right now and some people just decide just travel i'm not against people traveling please some of our leaders have traveled some of our, even the pastor here and which they, they are watching us right now i love all i have never told any one member of this or not to travel i'll just say are you sure have you prayed with your wife if you're okay with it fine so i don't control people's life but i usually say to them that just make sure you and your wife you pray and you are sure what you want to do verse 2 the man's name was eliminate and name of that was naomi the rest of the story this guy took the whole family and within few within a short time the first guy died the second guy died the man first of all died like that and left the woman as a widow there is no decision that you take as a man that will not affect and what i hope to say in second service is to begin to show you from the bible that when god looks at you as a man he sees generation a woman cannot that generation it is man man gives a woman the sin she only embodies what you give her it's a divine arrangement this is why the sins of the mother will not count because they don't produce life they produce a life that you give them medically is that right 
That is the truth. So where is the future? It's not in the womb of a woman. It's in the seed of a man. That seed needs a woman, but it's the seed of a man. So when Abraham gave tithe, Bible says Levi gave with him. So when God sees a man, this is why there are things you do. You have just committed the seed inside you. Four generations, five generations after that, you are in trouble. They are in trouble because of what you have done. And there are things you do also that the future generation is in glory. There are names we hear now. Some people can carry their name and win something because of their name. That is why politicians are very smart. When the is coming, some of the Yoruba ones, they identify with our law war because of his pet decree. Have you noticed that? Build a campaign or we are following our law war. You can build a name that the future generation will enjoy. And you can build a trouble that they will not. Years after, they are still battling with that trouble. And look at how many broken families that we have. Yet, it, it grieves me when it's beginning to happen to Christians. I have, as I started pastoring for Investor of Ibadan, I have discovered so many Christians still have this adding acts. Culture and their family is the ideology of how a woman should be treated. When you tell them what the word of God says, they reject it. And when you reject God's word, then you can as well stop praying. Because God will never endorse what contradicts his word. Shall we rise? We are just talking about man. What is man? What is man? Ah, dear Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As they began to give birth in Gias's house, they would just notice leprosy on them. And they could not explain. Their father. There is a new arrangement under the New Testament where once you are born again, you cannot suffer for the sins of your father. But as a born again believer, you can take steps. I think they said statistically, I have not verified it myself. People born by professors will likely end up at least doing PhD. Somebody has opened it. They have given them a spring in life to work. When your when your dad is a professor, it's most likely that academic academically. You might not be the best like it sort of become your arena to always want to do PhD or something like that. That is. There are people listening to me now. You will never kill for visa. They will never, they've never rejected your visa so far. Your parents have been traveling, traveling, traveling. They gave back to you, started traveling. So when you appear at any embassy, it's straight visa. But you know that some other people, because of where they are coming from, they will be rejected severally before God will have mercy on them. These are the things that parents can do for children. The fight that you don't finish will leave it for the next generation to continue. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. Blessed be your name for your word. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Is someone blessed this morning? This is just the beginning. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously, he has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. 
I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now, and I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us 